All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday, August 29th. I almost lost a month. Sunday, August 29th, as we record. If you are tuning in on Chicago's Comedy Scene Radio, thank you. We can be heard there twice on Tuesday. Thank you, Chicago. Yeah, every Tuesday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Jake, how are you doing? Good, good. Uh, that movie that you said you saw last ne- week, uh, Free Guy, I saw that yesterday. I thought it was yeah. pretty good. It, it's a charming little, you know, nothing film. Ryan Reynolds is the most charismatic person in the world. It's not, you know, Oscar caliber deep, going to move you emotionally, but it's a perfectly fine turn off your brain, waste a couple hours and forget about Afghanistan and woke people and Trump doing, you know, just it's it was a very fine movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, man, it's like a comedy action where the, you know, the funny parts hit and it was it was it was a cool story. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it was a story that was, you know, as in-depth as The Matrix, but it was, you know, it was it was interesting and it was, you know, hard to hard to cut comedy and sort of sci-fi actiony drama and do it well usually you end up doing too much of one and not the other but uh yeah I, I thought it was good the guy's basically living in a in a grand theft auto game he's like one of the non-playable characters that kind of gets shot up or whatever and then he comes to life but he doesn't he doesn't realize he's in a game at first and they it's a t- it would be a tough concept to pull off it would, it would be one of those things to where it would be either the best Black Mirror episode of the season or the worst <laughs> Black Mirror episode of the season, depending on whether they did it or not. Um, you know, because I, I, I watched that that movie old, the M. Night Shyamalan one, and I was like, again, this is an amazing concept. watched it, knowing full but well it, that he's done nothing but complete shit films since Unbreakable. Right. And, you know, that was another one where it was a cool concept. And I think if he would have just given it to the people at Black Mirror and like, hey, let's make this an hour or something, it, it could have been really fucking good. But, man, it was it was just tough. He couldn't do it. And no dick jokes in it. This one, they did a better job making it and had dick jokes. So it's a it's a fun movie to watch. There you go. And the porn version of this is going to be fucking amazing, by the way. <laughs> because I think they've already had uh, something where video game characters fuck. I'm sure they did, but. I'm sure it's happened. I've heard from a friend anyway. All right. I sent you a bunch of stories. Jake, do you have any uh, preference to where we start? No, nah, man. Let's just take it from the top. All right. I just I opened a bunch of uh, tabs on my computer. Let's go light. Let's start really, really light with nothing that we have to go in depth on. Something I just thought was funny. Reese Witherspoon, actress with Reese Witherspoon was in the news. Um, she said she burst into tears in 2015 because there was a caricature of her. A magazine ran a story on Hollywood uh, moms, Hollywood leading ladies who decided to become entrepreneurs like Gwyneth Paltrow started that website Goop and Jessica Alba started her Honest Company and Reese Witherspoon did something. And she called it tone deaf because they called the all these women domestic divas. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and say it. If you burst into tears because there's a cartoon about you, that means, yes, you are a diva because you think you are so elevated that no one can make fun of you. And, and, and I didn't look this up because I don't need to. Isn't Reese Witherspoon the one who got drunk a couple of years ago and when her husband was getting a ticket for drunk driving or speeding, she was berating the cops saying, don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? 
Um, I, I didn't know that, but that does make sense because I think this is sort of one of those things where, you know, you have these sort of actors who have been coddled and put on a pedestal for decades. Yeah. And and see, it's, it's not like comedy where there's just a, a certain like an expected level of ball busting at every single level Not that, that you busting, make it bombing, standing in front of an audience an audi- audience and get it growing a thick skin. I mean, right. Like I heard a burst into tears. And of course she turns it into sexism. Oh, it's sexist. No, it's entitlement. You're an entitled rich person. Shut up. If someone busted your balls, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Well, no, I mean, that, that, that's pretty much it, but it, it's yeah. Unlike, and I, I mean, I, I'm not saying that there's there isn't things that suck in acting that when when you start off, but there's there's definitely a lot less ball busting as you go on. You know, like like acting roasts aren't really a thing. You know, a bunch of actors don't just show up and go, here's what a piece of shit this guy is. You know, it's it, it, it just doesn't happen at a certain point. They just talk about you like you're God. And well, then and in 2015, Reese Witherspoon is God, like in 2000, right. when she's starting, maybe they would write a bad article out her and she would be hurt uh, by 2015. She's had her ass kissed so long that she's yelling at a cop. Do you know who I am? Right. It's if if everybody else throughout your day is going, Mrs. Witherspoon, what kind of M&Ms would you like? Do you want the purple ones or not the purple ones? If that's if that is most of your interaction, then, yeah, I mean, somebody kind of making fun of you that's like no 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 they they fear me they don't laugh at me they fear me i mean that's going to be a a sort of natural reaction it's going to be so the opposite of what you're used to that you're going to just flip the fuck out and burst into tears and try and make it sexist yeah absolutely but that said i didn't take the time to look this up man maybe i i I don't know i it seems fucking dumb but i didn't i didn't see the cartoon either it wasn't in the article these, that, that's how you know it's not that bad because like this progressive sort of Yahoo entertainment, you know, is is not showing it. I sort of have a something I, I point out every single week on my other podcast, The Love Gurus, where we take relationship questions is these people's questions are their pro them propaganda for, like for them, like they're MSNBC, they're Fox News or yeah. North Korean state run news. If they happen to be the goofy looking bastard who inherited the entire country. Right. So when questions that they wrote leave out very important details, I have to think it's not good for them. And this is a, a, a source that is going to kind of lean in her favor on this just naturally. And if if this cartoon was really that bad. They would have shown it. There would have been a picture of, look, what a horrible fucking sexist trope this is. The fact that I have to go fucking looking this up, I don't need to, you know? And it was described described as a caricature. We've all seen the carnival caricature where it's just like they they made an exaggerated version of these actresses as opposed to, you know, uh, they drew her as as obese or slovenly or surrounded by 10 cocks or anything like now really- i might want to look this up if, if this was like a like a fox news right or a daily mail or a, something along those lines oan you know when, when he, if, if it's something that's going to have a little more conservative lean or something it's going to be a little uh, uh less coddly to these people if that's a fucking word you know it's 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 not going to coddle a, uh, a, a, a Hollywood actress who's crying about nothing. 
If, if it's a source that's going to go the other way, or look at these spoiled Hollywood elites. Like if, if that tends to be that source's lean, yeah, then I need to look that fucking picture up because, and I honestly, if since we're talking about it this long, I'm just going to fucking look it up, man, because well, you really shouldn't comment well, you that much up, on I'll something you haven't what seen. What you just said is true. It's, it's funny because Fox or a right word would say, oh, these Hollywood elites, by going to a symposium and saying, this cartoon made me cry. It basically exposes you as a Hollywood elite, as someone that is so surrounded by yes men that you can't take a cartoon at your expense. I mean, as you started this with, we're comedians. We we get our balls busted nonstop. And even when we're not busting other comedians' balls or getting busted by them, we're standing on stage and receiving direct feedback from an audience that is telling us whether or not we are good at what we do. We don't have an audience full of our, you know, paid. Uh, sycophants just just praising us endlessly so you know i see a cartoon about me or someone tells me to fuck off on twitter or anything i'm like huh, yeah that person told me to fuck off oh that person said i suck it's just water off a duck's back but she burst into tears therefore furthering the idea that she's an out-of-touch hollywood elite maybe if you're gonna cry be quiet about it say oh wow that was that was a bad moment that this cartoon made me cry Maybe I should see a therapist and see what's wrong in my head that I am so upset about a cartoon by some. I'm a multimillionaire actress. Some. Oh no, never mind. There is a, okay. I, I I think I was wrong, dude. I think there was a. I don't think it's so much a cartoon. I think it's a a story about. Oh, this was Time Magazine that did this. You got a pretty nice life. Yeah. Okay. So I was ready to go on to the next one. I, I closed out of the whole article, so I don't even know. You know what? Everything I just said, I kind of agree with her now. <laughs> I mean, she's she, like to cry about. It's a little dumb, but yeah, it's it's a little fucking sexist and totally. I, I actually, I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, what, uh, I'm going to hold it up Google? on the screen. This is this is what they this is what they did with these actresses. They they have them like in a kitchen. One's holding a vacuum. One's baking a pie. One's ironing clothes. It's just kind of like. Yeah, man, that that is a sort of uh, that's a fucking weird thing for time to to make as a cartoon. I'm not saying that like whoever fucking did it should be fired. It never worked. But yeah, it's it's odd for 2015. All I can find is articles on her bursting into tears. I can't find the actual cartoon anywhere. No, it's there's a, there's a link in there, man. It's a time story about mm-hmm. them. Uh, I don't, what, what is what is the story even about um, Hollywood's new domestic divas? Yeah. Well, as I said, they called her divas. They said, like, oh, they, they, they demand everything. And then when you get called out on it, you burst into tears. That reinforces the idea that you're a diva. Yeah, but domestic divas, I, I think they're talking about what, uh, like being an actress and then marrying like a rich guy or something like that. No, that- I got it. They were all starting their own businesses like, uh, oh, I'm going to tell you how to be the best mom you can because I know better. That's why Jessica Alba starts the, you know, uh, cloth diaper company and. Gwyneth Paltrow starts the My Vagina Candle Company. Everything that you know shows like how you ladies should be living your life because we're so successful. Oh wait a minute! If that's what that card, okay. If that's why this cartoon is doing that, then that does make kind of sense. If they're if they're doing cartoons of like what they're making companies to sell, yeah. Then yeah, that's not that bad. I, I thought they were doing a thing where it was like, hey, these these actresses married rich guys, and yeah, okay. Never mind. I'm, right, yeah, well, I'm reading this now. now. I'm going to take a, an interesting angle on this one. This okay, you know, now that I'm actually scrolling down in this Time article, they're talking about, yeah, them endorsing products and stuff like that. And yeah, it, it, it is. It, yeah, I, okay. 
that cartoon does make sense actually within the context of this article because they're talking about how these are women who don't actually do any of this stuff but they're endorsing right. all these products it would be like michael jordan endorsing a football that kind of thing um next story next story uh this i'm going to take an interesting twist on see if you can stay with me Two lifelong friends stepped into a Texas Walmart last year, expecting to exchange a defective 58-inch television. One of them had purchased earlier that day. Two black men say they were handcuffed while trying to return a TV. Now they're suing Walmart. Um, bought a TV, went to take it back. They were accused of doing that thing that people do. Not, you know, they, they, they steal something. I think I first saw it on The Wire, uh, where you steal something. Then you No, what else? Uh, Garden State, the movie Garden State had it, where you just go into a store, you steal something, you walk up to the return counter and say, I lost the receipt, and you take the cash. Garden State did that. So these two men uh, bought a TV, and it was defective. And I, I'm going to say that, first of all, everything that happened to him is horrible. It sounds racist. I hope they sue the shit out of Walmart. Uh, my take on it is, though, they showed the receipt for the 58-inch Hisney television, HIS. E N S E Hisney. Tell I, I, that's where the story is interesting for me. What the fuck are you do, doing buying a television from a brand nobody's heard of and nobody can pronounce? There are so many goddamn TVs out there. You've got the bottom end Vizio, you've got the top end Sony, you've got Panasonic, you've got LG, you've got every TV brand in the world. Of course, the piece of shit you bought is broken. What if the fuck is a Hisney TV? I can't even remember H I S E N S E Hisney TV, a, a brand no one's ever heard of. That's that's how you got in trouble. First of all, you were shopping at Walmart. Don't do that. That's just wrong and stupid. And now you're buying a knockoff television and and trying to return it. Don't don't buy buy something that works. Everything that happened is wrong. I hope you sue sue and win. But Jesus, goddamn Christ, that was the first thing that jumped out at me is why are you buying this television? When actually normal, I, I, I sort of my my first thought was. It's weird that they're suing the store and not the the cops who seem to be arresting him for no reason. And then you kind of go down and it's well, saying the, the that the store called the cops on him. The store well, the, and it that. says the, the employees had him waiting there for an hour after checking their receipt. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that, I mean, that's fucked up, dude. I, I mean, unless they it, look, if the store can prove that these guys actually stole the TV, like that's different. That's a whole different kind of thing, but that doesn't seem like that's what's going on here. No, man. one's a church deacon for fuck's right. sake. And like a former cop and shit, a shit TV. Yeah. And that's what I'm focused on. Why are you buying a shit TV? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, well, to be fair, I don't know the size of the TV. 58 know? inches. It says it right. In the oh, thing. it says 58 inches. 58 that's inch pretty TV, goddamn big for $300. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. If your 58 inch screen TV is $300, it's going to work for a week at best. They got it home and it didn't work. Why are you buying a There's something wrong. Who, who in this day and age goes, 300 bucks, 58 inches. Woo, gotta buy that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of dumb, but look, if you're a business that's going to sell pieces of shit like that, like Walmart, you got to expect one to come back defective every now and then. Yeah. And I mean, it'd be like the fact that you go, wait a minute, a $300 58 TV, inch TV breaking down. Nah, bullshit. These black guys are, I don't buy it, black guys. Where are the cops? Like you that's, no, nah, fuck that. It. That's on you. you. How do you get a 58-inch screen TV out the door? I 100%. Wait, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's tough to steal 58-inch TVs and not get caught, for one. And for two, uh, you know they're not the only guys to return one of those piece-of-shit TVs. Yes, like, it's just, yes. it's happened before. I don't buy that it's the only one. 
the the fact that you're you're getting one of these back and this this crazy bottom shelf knockoff brand is is coming back defective the fact that you're going ah, i don't know i think i think we're getting fucking ripped off by these guys that's uh, yeah, yeah fuck that dude uh last Super month uh, i bought a shitty uh sprinkler from lowe's because it's been in a drought here and i was watering my lawn a little and it was such a piece of shit and i took it on me i said wow that was my fault i picked a shitty one and i took it back and at the return i said as nicely as i could i said look i'm not mad i bought the piece of shit this is my fault i should have known better however you literally should not have this on your shelf. This is such, I mean, look at it. This is a piece of garbage. You And the guy just sort of went, yeah. And, and again, it, he's just some flunky doing a return. And I wasn't yelling at him like, this is shit. I said, it's my fault. I bought it. I should have known better. But come on, you should know better than to stock something that, you, is there no quality control where the sprinkler comes in and they go, ooh, yeah, this is garbage. Let's not sell this. That was my, that's a thought I just had. Yeah. Yeah, then again, it's you know, it's not the people at the return counters making. No, I know it's not. I mean, making but, product I think purchases. That if Walmart but, got enough of these TVs back, they would say maybe we shouldn't sell it anymore. Right? Yeah. I mean, I I wonder what how how long do you have to return one of these? Because after a certain point, man, if well, there's this was no real same goddamn day, they bought it that day, got it home, and it didn't well, work. Right, but I'm saying on on Walmart's sort of hey, let's just sort of give people shitty products thing and and hope that it doesn't bite us in the ass. How many of them break the first day? How many of them break? Oh, I don't know. After a month when you can't yeah, return it anymore. Week, first month. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Might just be a fucking dice roll. Might just be uh, just some fucking coked up guys in corporate going, sir, only about 10% of these will break on the first day. <laughs> the other, the other 90%. See, get me on this. Will last three weeks. We say you have two weeks to return it. If you don't like this, I don't know how to say it. But that's how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna make some money. This yeah, week. put a two week window on it. Try and try and uh, build yeah. the customers. Mo- most things are ninety days, but this shit TV two weeks because if it makes it three, you're lucky. Right, right. All right, Jake. We found the biggest douchebag on the planet. This became really big news. Usually, and you and I, I try and pick uh, news stories that aren't being covered all that much, and so we have something uh, you know interesting or different to talk about. This, the instant I saw it, I saved it. I'm like, we have to talk about this. And then it blew up. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's making fun. And rightfully so. Spencer Eldon is apparently the biggest fucking dickbag on the face of the earth. He was the Nirvana baby uh, naked on the cover of Nevermind. And he is now at age 30 filed a lawsuit saying that the album cover, because you can see his little baby, tiny, you know, two month old dingling. It's child pornography. It has ruined his life. Uh, he says he's not been the same. He 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 makes he feels like a sex worker. The inclusion of currency in the shot makes the baby appear like a sex worker because there's a dollar bill the baby's swimming after. Yes, so I, I, I can't even go into detail. Like apparently, uh, he has his whole life done recreations wearing a swimsuit but you know like uh, the 10 year anniversary the 20 year anniversary of the album he he, he has a nirvana tattoo um and now and this is the the funny part so it says it ruined his life it's child pornography and like the mcdonald's burger of a couple weeks ago he's suing for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. that seems kind of low if your life has been ruined or if you think it really is child pornography like isn't suing about sending a message like you will never do this again. I'm going to bankrupt you a billion dollars. No, Dude, but if you peaked as an infant, though, 
if you but peaked as an infant, if you peaked as an infant, hundred grand's a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's looking for a payout, and I don't think it'll happen because he's looking for a settlement. Is what he's looking for. They, you know, he except he bit low. He bid low. If you if you're gonna look for a settlement, sue for two million and settle for one hundred and fifty thousand. You know. Yes and no. I don't know who's who's in charge of uh, Nirvana's estate. Now, if a lot of that money, uh, if a lot of Kurt Cobain's money went to Courtney Love, pretty sure she snorted, shot, and smoked through all of that. And there may only be a hundred grand left. That's a good point. Um, no, I hope the Nirvana no, baby wins. I hope the Nirvana baby sues Nirvana and makes a lot of money because I am going to then sue the Nirvana baby for impersonating my tiny dick on that album cover. <laughs> I had that tiny dick first, baby. Oh, I got it wrong. I'm going to apologize. I got it wrong. He is asking for 150000 from each of the defendants. So Dave Grohl, Curse the Basis, Courtney Love, uh, the executive of his estate, another person, uh, two, six, oh, so 150,000 times, like six, seven, eight people. And original Nirvana drummer Chad Channing is also named as the defendant, who was a part of the group at the time, even though he had been replaced by Grohl in 1990 before the album cover was even shot. So this guy that. Well, now he's got a tattoo of a band on his chest that he didn't even bother to look up the history of. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> well, it's the other. He does have a Nirvana tattoo. Like at some point, he was okay with being the baby. He, he, dude, he. I, I guess he's thirty years old. It says, I think, dude, as a single dude in your twenties, how much are you getting fucking laid off? The idea I was the Nirvana baby. Well, and the thing is, it, yeah, yeah, that tattoo is going to hurt him in court. That would be like if if one of the two guys on the Michael Jackson doc had gotten a Michael Jackson tattoo in their mid twenties, you know? <laughs> yeah. A little uh, it was, and, and like they, the court had the receipt for it and everything. They'd be like, eh, nah, nah, you didn't seem to mind at 25. I, uh, I, I got the tattoo at 23, but now that I'm 37, I've changed my mind and I hate Michael Jackson and want to sue him for everything. Yeah. Same story here. He got the tattoo. He loved Nirvana. Suddenly I'm, what I want to know is who got in his ear, who got in no, his man, ear and you, said you should sue. I guarantee it was, it was probably just some friend of his. And then he found some ambulance chasing lawyer. I guarantee. I mean, I, I he was he was sitting at some bar with a friend of his. He was oh yeah, the Nirvana baby. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's cool. Blah, blah, blah. By the way, how much money did they give you? Oh, really? That's like an iconic album. Oh, really? What do you mean your parents only got five hundred bucks for that photo shoot? Or you know, this is the, the small amount of royalties they're getting off of it. Oh, I can't believe they're not giving you more. They should sue you. I, I guarantee you, this was some fucking friend of his over over uh, a few pictures, yeah. and then he got a hold of a a CD ambulance chaser lawyer in the morning, and and that was it. Well, and the thing that he's done interviews in the past, and uh, so once they start digging up these interviews in 2016, which is only five years ago, the last time Spencer recreated the pose as an adult, he told the New York Post, "quote." The anniversary means something to me. It's strange that I did this for five minutes when I was four months old, and it became this really iconic image. It's cool, but weird to be part of something so important that I don't remember. So, it, it, like, so five years ago, he was singing the praises, saying this is awesome, and now he's filing a lawsuit. He's going to lose so big. All right, speaking of stupid, uh, not lawsuits, but just stupid, uh, 
I sent you, so I can't really ask you what the fourth most offensive uh, mascot in college football is, but it is the leprechaun from Notre Dame, the fighting Irish. That's, that's where we're at in America is that we may have joked a few years ago about how, Oh, everything's offensive, but at least, you know, the, the Irish aren't pissed. And the thing is the Irish aren't pissed. There, there's no Irish people coming forward and saying that they find it offensive. It's just woke liberalism. And do, did you, is it in the article? Did you read the story behind the Irish mascot? If you wanted to offend Irish people, you would make the mascot for Notre Dame, Connor McGregor. <laughs> do you, do you know the story behind it? Yeah, actually I, I heard, I heard the story on a, like like a podcast or radio show or something recently basically they were called the fighting irish to mock them because there was a lot of irish yep. catholics there yep. and then they ended up like hey we're, we're gonna just make this our own and we're gonna make it so it was irish people doing it yeah it was it was exactly what you just said they were being like oh drunk irishman all you do is fight the fight in irish fight in irish so notre dame uh, had a, a irish uh, dean or had, and they said all right if you're it's kind of like in the 1990s when rap stars said, we're going to take over the N-word. We're going to start using the N-word. It's, it's kind of like that. They said, you want to call us the Fighting Irish? We'll call ourselves the Fighting Irish there. Now you can't mock us because we just stole it from you. These wee orange mutton chops are our N-word, you English dogs. We're taking them back. Exactly. And so now this is the time woke Americans have on their hand is to get angry over a leprechaun. We knew it was coming. We used to make jokes five years ago. People were making jokes like you don't see the Irish getting up in arms over the leprechauns and they still aren't. It's just fucking bored white people with. Nothing see, and if anyone do. should be upset about the Notre Dame name and mascot, you know who it should be? Because what uh, what city is no the actual Notre Dame Cathedral? It's I mean, what like Shannon, Ireland? Oh, Dublin, yeah, I, Ireland? I, I was just going to say South Bend, but that's just Notre. That's the that's the college. The cathedral, though, the actual yeah, I Notre can't Dame think of where cathedral. the cathedral is. That's in France, dude. Why isn't it the fighting French? You know? I'd be pissed if I was the French. I'd be like, what the fuck? Paris. Yeah, Paris. Exactly. Not, what? E not, not even. Uh, uh, oh, God. What the fuck are we talking about? Of course, it's the one that caught on fire a couple of years ago. God, we're stupid. Don't even remember that. No, I was. That's what I was joking. I, I was hoping you'd catch it. But like, I yeah, it's everybody knows that Notre Dame is not a an Irish word. It, it, it would be called the Notre Dame. Like, it would be something else. You know what yeah, I mean? It, yeah, it would be called the not dummies or something like that if it was Irish. I don't know. It would be like Gaelic. It would be. It, no, that's in that's in Paris. It's like a huge tourist thing. It should be the French people going, wait a minute. This is this is not Irish. It should be yeah. the fighting Frenchman. That's even two F's. The fighting Frenchman. But then they'd be in a lawsuit with the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters would sue them over having a twin F uh, logo. It doesn't matter. That should have been there before the Foo Fighters. That's, well, that's the thing. True. They would have been around before the Foo Fighters. Then they would sue the Foo Fighters for having twin Fs on their album covers. Good point. That's right. France should be suing the Irish and the Foo Fighters. I think everybody should be suing everybody. Fuck yeah. And then they should sue the Nirvana baby just for good measure. <laughs> Give him a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, drowning babies in a pool for art is like that. that that's that's a more of like a French thing. You know, avant-garde. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, and it, it brings up a good point, Nirvana baby. Why are you suing them for child porn when it's clearly not child porn? But to get that shot, they had to half drown you in a pool in, in four weeks. Child endangerment. 
Yeah. Try drown them for drowning a baby. Be like, listen, I've always wondered why anytime I get near a pool, I, I, I fucking freak out like a numbfit playing with firecrackers. Oh, yeah. I was half drowned as an infant on an album cover. <laughs> that's, that's the angle because the evidence is right there. I was half drowned. And that's where the trauma is. Not the fact that my little dingling was shown, but the trauma of drowning. That'll yeah, stick hey, with you. None of us had big dicks at four weeks. All right. Any girl that made fun of you in junior high, she's fucking dumb. She doesn't understand how biology works. And all Unless you have to do is show her. Say, look, you think my wiener still looks like that? Come come see how it uh, feels inside you. Ooh, now, look, if he pulls out his dick in court and it's the same size it was on that album cover back then, then he gets Hulk Hogan Gawker money. Then he gets to sue. Then, then, yeah, well, then he, that's why he is suing, because he's embarrassed and sad, because it is the same size. Dude, if it turns out a whole bunch of, like, evil Hollywood modeling executives were like, listen, man, this, this, this baby on this, the cover of this album. I mean, I know the music has a lot to do with this thing blowing up worldwide, but I think we got to give this baby hormones to make him not grow, especially his dick. I'm telling you, we're going to pay this baby. I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be the, the naked Nike baby. He's going to be the naked Burger King baby. We just got to make sure that his dick, especially his dick, never grows at all. Just give him these chemicals. If we have a 22 year old kid with a baby dick, that's all we need. Yeah, just shoot him with seven Johnson and Johnson vaccines right in his dick right now, <laughs> so that it never grows, so that we make millions off of this tiny infant's dick. Uh, well, let's use that as a segue into the vaccination. The final two stories I wanted to talk about. I think we talked about this on the podcast a while ago when we talked about COVID. It's finally happening. Finally, I wanted it to happen fucking two months ago. I mean, insurance companies are now telling. Uh, their their clients, if you don't get a vaccination, fucking first of all, your premiums are going up through the roof because fuck you, because uh, you know you're not getting vaccinated. And two, we're only going to cover so much of your healthcare cost. You're for a while they were covering everything and they're going broke. In, I think it's about goddamn time insurance companies made this move and said, if you are not vaccinated, it's just like smoking. You pay a higher premium and we pay less cost because you did something stupid on purpose. Yeah, that's fair, man. I kind of see it both ways. I'm like, I, I, I don't like the idea of, of companies telling you what medicine you're doing. Do have to take some of that makes me feel icky in my tum tum. That said, they're definitely doing it for a good reason. Like, so I, you know, I'm not one of those people that go, oh, this is clearly just, um, oh, big government and big corporations trying to take advantage of people and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, they, they prefer not to have to pay out any of these costs at all. So, this is sort of like a natural, I guess, I guess, end state for this. Yeah. And then related to this, um, NRB, National Religious Broadcasters, spokesman Dan Darling was fired after he went on the news to talk about how important vaccinations were. The evangelical community said, "Ooh, no, you better walk that back and say that uh, the vac getting a vaccination is bad and Jesus is going to save you. And he said, no, I'm not going to take back what I said. It's important to get vaccinated. So they fired him. So if. Yeah, that's true. If there was one guy that was against helping the sick, it was Jesus. I remember there was that scene in the Bible when he went up to lepers and he laid his hand on the lepers and shook them and said, stop lying about leprosy. It is a hoax made up by the liberal Jew run media. You are a crisis actor, leper. You are a crisis actor. And the leper stood up and he was like, fine, I, I admit it. They, George Soros paid me. You're right. That's. Fucking fantastic. I didn't oh, even think for a second to take it there. You did. And God damn it. That's beautiful. Yes, exactly. 
Oh, I love it when you throw religious actual uh, history into current evangelicals faces. Jake, that was beautiful. I have nothing to, to add. I just I love that so much. We'll end on a sad note then. I can't think of the guy's name, but I just read the story yesterday. A guy that led anti-mask um, protests in, I believe, Texas just died of COVID. He was out there. He went on news programs. He was very championing of freedom and the right not to wear a mask. And he got COVID and died. So there you go. That's uh, maybe that's the hand of God right there saying, if you're going to be a dumbass, I'm going to get you off the planet. But to be fair, he's in heaven now where there's no vaccination passports, not in the house of the Lord. <laughs> good goddamn point. All right, Jake, good seeing your face. Listeners, good not seeing your face. Hope you are listening. Um, say nice things about us. Share the podcast. We will be here next week. Bye, Jake. Later. Later.